0: It's Friday, October 20th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is The Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I am joined once again by our Florida State Director, David Willie Wooten, and uh, he loves his nickname, so every time I call him David Willy Wooten, he has to he has to smile just a bit, and that's just a story all in itself of how David got that nickname. Uh, but just uh, what a what a great friend he is, and just have had a great day with him, and love when get to spend any time with David, and uh, just a personable. Uh, friendly man who loves the Lord and has a pastor's heart and just shepherds our team so well in Florida. And I know the ladies who are spread apart against apart uh, in Florida who don't have any community because they're not in the same office. They're they're each working remote. They feel a community because of how you shepherd them in Florida and and you're equipping them to do the ministry there in Florida. So. Talk a little bit before we even talk about Florida and what you do on a day-to-day basis and what you get to see happening through Lifeline Florida. Talk about how you got engaged with Lifeline and really just a little bit about your story about how you got engaged with adoption in general. Yeah, so my background is
1: 24 years as a pastor. And then in 2008, as the economy began to tank, uh, our church was pretty top-heavy on staff and the senior pastor came and said we needed to downsize. And so I resigned from the staff, but stayed as a member of the church, but resigned from the staff. And uh, my wife had helped to start a Christian adoption agency in Central Florida. And so they asked me to come on and begin working with them. And then she moved over to help start a crisis pregnancy center in Orlando. And I kind of took over operations for that adoption agency. And during that time, uh, had the opportunity to work on some joint projects with Lifeline. We always kind of looked at Lifeline as uh, the gold star, the gold standard for. If we ever had a question at that agency about how do we do this or what would you know what should we do here, we would call the office at Lifeline, and you guys would walk us through and counsel things. And so uh, we did some joint projects on conferences and some things in Columbia together and uh, got to know you, got to know some of the leadership of Lifeline, very impressed with the integrity of the leadership and the ministry. And then the door opened up for us to come on staff with Lifeline. And so five years ago, my wife and I joined the team at Lifeline. We moved to Georgia where I could be the state director for Georgia. And my wife was the office manager and a birth mother counselor there uh, in Georgia. And then two years ago, uh, we moved to Florida and now I am the state director there in Florida.
0: And I remember one of the, the first time we met was in Phoenix, Arizona at a Together for Adoption That's conference. Right. And we probably talked there for about forty five minutes. That's right. And you know, we had talked on the phone and traded emails, but we had never met in person. And I remember just your warmth and we had a conversation there and it was just a great conversation and uh, just have enjoyed partnering. I, the first time I met Pepper, your wife, was in Washington, D.C. at another conference, and uh, just always enjoyed getting to know you guys, and so when when you've called for the first time and said, you know what, we're open to leaving Florida, and we're open to whatever God has for us next, and God's timing was just so good that we were in great need in Georgia, and yeah, you we, were able to fit we were, that.
1: I was really at a crossroads because I was trying to pray, God, do you want me to go back in the pastorate, serve on church staff? But God was writing the story of adoption in our family, personally. We had adopted a girl from Florida's foster care system, and uh, uh, she came with a lot of problems and issues, and so we were we were learning how to be an adoptive family, and we just felt like God was writing that into our lives at the time, and so we really felt the call to stay in adoption orphan care. So I remember calling you, and I said, Herbie, You have your finger on everything that's going on in the evangelical world across the country. We really feel like God is calling us to stay in the area of adoption orphan care ministry. Can you put me in touch with somebody to talk to 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 continue my career in orphan care? And you said, I think that you and Pepper should come to Birmingham and talk to us. And so we came up and we had at least a day, maybe two days of interviews you guys brought in the uh, domestic adoption team and we heard what Lifeline was doing in ministering to birth mothers and caring for them and bringing the gospel to them. And then you brought in the international team and we began to see that the sun never sets on the ministry of Lifeline, that all around the world, you guys were providing forever families for orphans from, Mm. from all different countries. And then you brought in the unadopted team and we began to hear what you're doing in the area of orphan care. So by the end of that day, Pepper and I are looking at each other, and and we're both thinking, Lord, if there's any way you could let us be a part of this ministry, we would be so honored. And I remember one thing you said to me at the end of those two days. You said, David, Lifeline is really just a ministry that's committed to the proclamation of the gospel. We just use the platform of adoption and orphan care to carry Christ to the nations. Mm. And I thought, I want to be a part of that. I want to pour my life into that. And so... Uh, you allowed me to come on the team and uh, we have really been delighted to have a front row seat to see what God's doing around the world
0: through the ministry of Lifeline and so much was accomplished in Georgia and you know you've you created so many deep and lasting relationships and one of our best church partners in the state of Georgia really one of the best church partners in the ministry is Cross Point there in Columbus and Pastor Brad Evangelista and every time I'm with Brad, he says, you know, one day I'm going to steal David Wooten from you and make him my pastoral care pastor. And so uh, I, I have to continually try to arm wrestle Brad. And so uh, at least I guess that's some job security, right? You He's know? a good friend. Yeah. And he loves Lifeline for sure. He does. And uh, got to go to Uganda with him this uh, past summer and just really see their heart. And I know a lot of that, you were the catalyst for a lot of that there, and the Lord's used you there. But He's using you in Florida, too, and and using the ministry in Florida. So talk a little bit about what you see God doing through the ministry of Lifeline in the state of Florida.
1: Yeah, I'm encouraged to see church partnerships that are emerging there. There are churches that are really getting engaged in orphan care. Some of them, uh, it had not been on their radar previously. And we're seeing God awaken the church to get engaged in orphan care, whether it's local foster care or whether it is uh, adoption or whether it's orphan care Uh, and so uh, i'm really encouraged by seeing churches step up to to be the church lifeline has never tried to be a church god's not called us to be a church Uh, our mission is to come alongside and equip the body of christ to manifest the gospel Mm -hmm. to vulnerable children and so We want to resource and cheer and champion and support the church in what God's calling them to do. And I'm encouraged as I go across the state of Florida to see churches engage in partnerships with Lifeline. Another thing I'm really encouraged to see across the state of Florida is as I travel the state, I get to meet our families across the state that have adopted through Lifeline, meet their children that they have adopted from other countries, and to to meet uh, their entire families and to hear their Mm -hmm. stories and these families are so missional Hmm. in why they're wanting to adopt. And to hear their stories, I'm just so encouraged uh, to know that God is answering the prayers of our staff to raise up Hmm. families like this that would care for orphans in this way. And then I think one of the things I'm most excited about in Florida is our staff and our board. Hmm. We have a great staff. We're scattered all over the state uh, and we have a great board that's also scattered all over the state. Uh, but they really care about the gospel. They care mm-hmm. about the nations. They care about orphan care, and uh, I am really honored to get to be a part of that Florida team.
0: Amen. Well, and and I know a big catalyst like you talk about is is mobilizing the church. And at Lifeline, we want to be a bridesmaid to the bride, That's the right. church. Yeah. You know, we we talk about that the reason that we exist to serve the church is is to be a catalyst like you were for Crosspoint, like you are being now in Florida to churches with great potential, but just maybe aren't doing anything right now on the behalf of orphan care, the orphan adoption, just to be a catalyst, a spark to to really start something big. And and then the second reason is, you know, no one denomination or church can can do it all. And so we want to help serve the church so to help them get engaged and involved and, and be a part of a bigger thing than even just their local congregation. And and then truly, you know, the expertise we're bringing by being licensed in the state of Florida and bringing social services and, and things, those are things that churches it would be inefficient for them to do. And so these are the reasons we serve the local church. And, and just from a pastor's heart, grateful that you get to shepherd these pastors in these churches and do these things. But we're also excited in the state of Florida because we have an opportunity to have an event And we're doing the second annual Sports Clays shoot. And and tell us a little bit about that. That's going to be November the 11th. Tell us about that and how people can get engaged.
1: Yeah, so a little over a year ago, I went to our board chairman in, in Jacksonville. And I said, you know, we need to do some kind of event. Maybe we should do a golf tournament. And he said, you know what? There are a million golf tournaments every weekend in Florida. Everybody plays golf in Florida. And so he said, I think if we had a different kind of event that would kind of set us apart from those other events... Uh, that that would be a good idea. And I said, what do you have in mind? And he said, well, I've been involved before in a charity sporting clay shoot, which is kind of like a skeet shoot, but it's a little little bit different. Uh, And I said, well, I don't know much about that sport. I've never been involved in that. And so um, we did our first one last year, and it was a great success. And so it's similar to a golf tournament in that you have foursomes, teams that are foursomes. And they go around to 15 different stations and, you know, it's like you would, you, uh, would imagine this sport to be. You yell pull and the, the clay goes up and the shotgun, uh, you shoot your shotgun at that target and there's different ways to keep score. And um, so we had a great time. Uh, Rick Morton came down last year and shared a little bit about the Ministry of Lifeline and we've seen some relationships that have developed as a result of that event. So this year... On November 11th, which is a Saturday, it's actually uh, I think Veterans Day weekend. We are having our second annual Lifeline Florida Sporting Clays Shootout, and it is going to be at the oldest sporting clay targets venue in the country, mm. uh, which is in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Jacksonville Sporting Clay Targets. And uh, we would love for listeners of this podcast that live in that area, whether it's South Georgia mm. or North Florida, to come and and be a part of that event.
0: Mm. And and that's certainly uh, also Orphan Sunday weekend. And so, what a great time to, uh, you know, do that's something right. on behalf of the orphan on Orphan Sunday weekend on that Saturday before Orphan Sunday. that's right. And so maybe if pastors are, are listening to this podcast, they hear how personable you are, what a great speaker you are, and they want you to come preach at their church on Orphan Sunday, November 12th. Or maybe even folks are saying, I want to adopt. What are ways that they can get engaged with you, get in contact with you, and get engaged with what's going on in Florida?
1: Yeah, and actually a lot of churches, because of their church calendar, don't always have Orphan Sunday on the day that other churches around the country are doing it. So we've already... Uh, done one Orphan Sunday event in a church uh, even as early as September. And so churches throughout the fall, uh, even into the winter months, are scheduling their Orphan Sunday, and Lifeline is happy to come and participate. Uh, I'm certainly happy to come and uh, either preach at the church or, or share just a part of the service to explain... Uh, the global orphan crisis and the opportunity the church has to step up and care for orphans and to carry the gospel Mm -hmm. to the nations. So they're more than welcome to get in touch with me uh, that way. And then churches that want to get engaged, uh, there are a variety of different ways that that we're seeing that happen. One is uh, we have seen churches want to help their members who God may be calling to adopt but don't necessarily know what the process looks like. We can come in and do an adoption information meeting that kind of explains, first of all, the connection of adoption to the gospel, but secondly, the different options that are available to these families, how long it takes, mm. how much it costs, what the different opportunities are for, and the needs for adoption and what that would look like for their families. So if churches would be interested, That's typically about a 90-minute event Mm. where we come in and spend the first half giving that kind of information, the second half just doing a Q&A. And some churches have even used it as an outreach event Mm. to help people in the community
0: that might be interested in adoption to get plugged into that local church. Amen. Well, you can go to our website, uh, lifelinechild.org, and discover more information about the, the what's going on in Florida, how to adopt in the state of Florida or get engaged or, or get your church engaged in what's going on. And then please, if, if you are in that area or you know someone in that area, let them know about this Sports Clay shoot so that they can get engaged uh, on behalf of this and help raise support, awareness, and the essential funds for the ministry that's going on in the state of Florida.
1: Yeah, and they could go to the website and register for that event. They can either come as an individual or if they want to put a fortune together, uh, or if they're interested in being a sponsor for that event, there's a way to do that from our website as well. So all the information about the second annual Lifeline Florida Sporting Clay Shootout is available on the lifelinechild.org
0: website. That's correct. And if they come, they get to meet you, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's the feather in the cap right there. You That's get right. to read. meet David Willie Wooten. Well, thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.